You all good? You can hear me loud and clear? <clears throat> yeah, I can hear you. Good man, good man. It's uh, it's just you and me. Obviously, uh, Clydesdale and Fergus Lee are keeping their powder dry. Prestwick and Fergus Lee, you mean? In Prestwick. What did I say? Clydesdale and Clydesdale. Fergus Lee. That's because I was reading the thing about yesterday. Prestwick and Fergus Lee. Well, we'll come to that. I don't know. Did you watch any of it? Were you there at the West League Cup final, the McCulloch no, Cup? No, 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 no. No, I was at the football yesterday. I never went. Gotcha, gotcha. We'll cover some of that. Um, we'll cover your game as well. And we'll have a quick chat about what's happening in Div 1, uh, just to see who's going to come up. But let's talk about your game, because it maybe wasn't as, well, it wasn't crucial for you, but very important for Langside to try and do something. Pitch, not very good. What was the, sto- um, what was the story? It was a wee bit old school. So it was very wet in the morning. It had been wet. It was a wet week last week. It so- was. You know, the Langside guys, they do great things there um, and it always looks in good order and, you know what, it's, it's a welcoming place to go and all the rest. I think it was just a tough week to make a new pitch, um, especially at Langside. It was slow and low and sticky. It, yes. wasn't, it wasn't bad, you know, it wasn't massively misbehaving, but it spun and it seemed and it was it was really slow. So um, we, bowled, we bowled nicely on it. Um, Young Tom Wilmot, a couple of wickets. Amar got a couple of wickets, having opened the bowling. Um, our lefty did really well, and Ross, Ross kind of ran through them a little bit. Actually, it was it was perfect for him. You know, it was a, mm-hmm. it was a bit of a sticky dog. Um, it was very different from chasing the week before at Uddy. <laughs> I chased three hundred <laughs> pretty comfortably, so um, it was a bit of a different experience. And the young guys were just like. What is this? You know, yes, not played in. Yes, not played in a situation like that before. Fergus, a man, uh, young Isa has been playing. Nick Martin, who's pretty, you know, pretty free scoring batter in the middle. Uh-huh. They were all a bit sort of short, you know. So it took um, Ross and Armour to finish it off at, at seven and eight. Mm-hmm. But look, it was, it was different game of cricket, complete leveler. Um, Felt for the long side guys, they were you know, I think they knew they had to, to play and take something from the game, so yeah, tough one to take for them. And they've been good, you know, they've they've contributed well to the league, they've caused some upsets, they've they've went about it in the right way. And you know, with the Greenwoods and and the guys at uh at, at Langside and, and what was weirds, they they try like hell. So, so did you win the lot. toss and and yeah, oh. yeah. Won the toss, and one might disagree. When he when he flipped the coin, it was still a little bit muddy, so the the coin actually stuck. <laughs> uh, I just picked it up and said, "No, we won," and walked off for bowling. <laughs> Did they tell you that I've told you the story about Colin Mitchell and the, when he was captaining at Aberdeen, where <clears throat> where the coin ran away <sighs> about five yards, and he went to go and fetch it and said, "No, Johnny, you lost Aye. the toss." I, I did that to righty one day as well. I tossed, I tossed with an Irish punt. Right. For whatever reason, I was pretty young at the time. Thought that's my lucky coin, an Irish punt. Um, and I don't think righty knew what was heads or tails, so I just flipped it. Coin went down. I said, "Oh, lucky." <laughs> <laughs> He's such an honest soul, righty. He would have believed anything. Aye. <laughs> um. 
So good, good uh, outing for Ross. I mean, four for 11 off his, his nine or so overs and then whacked his 20. You probably needed him just to take the game by the, the cudgels because at some stage it looked as if you might just be struggling a tad. It, it was hard, hard work. Really, really hard work. And I think, you know, Icky tried to do that. He, he came out and was really positive. Um, I can't remember how he got out, actually. But it was a little bit of luck, you know, bad luck along the way. Mm-hmm. Um Ross and I were at the far side of the ground sitting in the steps watching when a waist got out LBW and it hit him straight in the balls, to be perfectly frank. You right. know, so he's doubled up in agony and the umpire's giving him out. And you're just like, oh, here we go, you know. So was it, was it the type of game where you thought, you know what, no matter how well I try and play, there's a ball will I there is a name. Nah, I th- I think it was it was really old school, so <laughs> it would have maybe have suited me. 20 years ago, just like you've just you've just got to be absolutely belligerent and no get out here yes. and try and eke out something. It was either that or you went hard. Um, uh-huh. That simple. Um so suited Ross at the end, he you, you know, he, he pongoed a couple um and just took all the pressure out of the game for us. So I, I mean there was nothing on the game for us our, our, our races run sort of thing. Mm-hmm, all we're mm-hmm. doing at the moment still enjoying our cricket. And actually the team that that sort of come together this year's kind of knitted together quite well and you know we've kicked on a wee bit so feeling quite good about what we've done and kind of wishing it was halfway through the season and we were playing this way yeah but an end of season report you'd be quite pleased with the way Wilmot's had a, a you know sort of good season young Tom's excellent he's away yep. with the 19s again this week um, playing against the performance academy so he's, he's been brought into that setup a sort of a year younger he's he's look he's he's 18 he's opened the bowling for us all year mm-hmm. he's had good bad and different days but he keeps getting better almost every week he's a great kid like a top kid you know just loves it absolutely loves his cricket um and and wants to get better he's he worked really hard during the winter i think if you so, give these kids the opportunity you know they, they really do want to grasp it we've got a, a, a <clears throat> West, who's played in the in the seconds, and he's just come on leaps and bounds. The guy, um, Wilson, Mark Wilson, um, and we're hoping. I mean, <clears throat> to to the extent that Callum, uh, the vice captain of the first, dragged me aside, said, "Listen, we're, we're thinking about putting him up," and I, I wouldn't be surprised if he actually plays against Langside. Um, but I had that I had that conversation with Callum a couple of weeks ago, and you know, you're sort of saying, "Well, actually, our seen bowling." Stocks, I guess, are a little bit limited now that that you know Neil Alexander and Gav had moved on. And mm-hmm. well, what do you do? What have you got to lose? You know, yes. nothing really. So if Tom's there, he's keen, he's able, he's he's proved he's able in years sort of gone by doing little bits and pieces. He played most of last season, but from the word go this year, it was not you're opening the ball and you've got the new ball. Yeah, with a bit of figuring figuring out to do, I think. Um, it's helped him that the Abdul's really come on sort of last two thirds of the season, second half of the season, and taking that responsibility is the guy that's going to go first up, set the tone, all that sort of stuff. So it lets Tom <clears throat> sort of come through in his slipstream a little bit. Um, we've got a massive find in the, the, the lefty that we have, Zishan Azar. Like, Zishan's gold dust. He's got some real big wickets this year. Yep. Um, and done really well. So it, 
it's good. You know, you, you work things out as you go. So I, I think you're always going to go into a game with at least six bowlers. So there's an and you'll probably be able to eke out a seventh bowler somewhere. This guy maybe is a, a bits and pieces cricketer. So there's an element of a safety blanket, I think, for a lot of kids. So that, that you know as a skipper, listen, if it doesn't come off, then we'll be able to muddle through and pick up ten overs somewhere else. Aye, I think I think we've been arguably short of a, an extra seamer all year. So Ziggy mm-hmm. Ahmed's not played a lot, can do that job for us. But, you, you know, you had someone like Neil who was like 10 overs, three for 30 almost every week or even better. That's a big miss to your team. And the, the year we won the league, we had Gavin and out as well. So, mm-hmm. aye, you've kind of got to start again a little bit. So I really pleased Tom's. Tom's a great kid. And and the young guys, young guys have been brilliant. A man Ramson the other week, 92 again. Yes. He, it was fantastic. He's right up there with the sort of four fifties um, runs. So mm-hmm. you know, very good and and quite a big season, I guess, for him next season. I mean, the, the sort of second season that people will be be gunning for him to a certain extent. I know he'd, he'd had a, a season or two at Pollock, hadn't he? I, well, he, he played at Pollock. I think he played last year half a season at Pollock, half a season down south. So it, it suits him. That you know, he's just up the road. He, he loves not too far away from Tom, actually, so they kind of travel together. Right. Play junior cricket with Fergus, knows him well. So it's a real good... Icky's his uncle, you know, so mm-hmm. it, it's a real a real good mix. You know, yeah. The, way, yeah. the way it's worked out and like a season Oasis had. <laughs> he's got out in the Another strangest one. ways. Aye, he's got out in the strangest ways the last couple of weeks. I say he was really unlucky on Saturday um, and stuff and, and get out to one he wasn't quite sure he hit the week before. But hey, you know, he's he's had a phenomenal season. He's uh-huh. fantastic. And player. and not to be underestimated with the ball either. No, he's a far better bowler than people think. Uh-huh. Um a man Ramson started calling him Gary. Oh my god. Then. No, 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 no. <laughs> Nathan Lyon. Oh right, 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 right. Old and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. so it took us a wee while to pick up on it, but it, it bowls well, he bowls nicely. He really yeah. does. And and does a cracking job for us. Um Sneaking on bowling to left-handers occasionally or bowling to death. He does a great job. Um, Ross reckons he hoovers up all his wickets. But and and do you think mid-table is a fair reflection of of, of your season or a bit disappointed? Um, I, I think you know, the what, start of the season, you were you didn't have games at home. And I remember uh, saying, we, listen, that's we, really stuffed you. But it, I think if you look at the second half of the season, you, you've probably done pretty well. So we've lost two games in the second half of the season. Yeah. We lost to Fergusley at home, we were poor, and we lost to Presswick away when actually we had really, really, really limited numbers and it was holiday season struck us and, mm-hmm. and all that stuff. So um we've had a very good second half of the season. Um just just a pity we never started that way. And as I say, young guys, Tom and, and others have got better through the season. Abdul's on really well as, as the season's going on. So yeah. if we'd have started in the same vein and had the same plans then as we do now, I you know what, we maybe have been challenging a wee bit, but you need that kind of space, I guess, and time to develop it a wee bit. Uh-huh. Good, uh-huh. good in that respect. It's a good bunch, really good bunch of guys, actually. And I'm looking forward, obviously, to next season. Another season for you in charge? Are you going to... Or is it uh, well, We'll, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, still okay. Can still still go okay with the gloves and stuff. Just 
it's a wee bit harder, doesn't it? It's uh -huh. just a wee bit more sort of. It's like the time thing, you know. You just like. Oh. I think the time issue is is as big a thing as as the physical issue because unless you've got a band of people there who are prepared to take certain jobs off you, um, then it, it just becomes it becomes maybe more of a ball ache than it really should be. I I don't really see it like that. I I do quite a bit in the ground and stuff and. I help out the groundsman. I quite enjoy that. I only live up the road from the club, so uh -huh. it's not such a big deal. But you know, you're looking at it going, man, it's another day, it's another Sunday, it's another whatever, it's another Tuesday night with a sidearm. It's hard going, so yeah, yeah. But it's good. I, I do still enjoy it. And um, you ever speak to anyone about it? They just tell you, you know, you're a long time retired. Just go as long as you can. So. Oh, absolutely. Just keep playing as long as you can. I'll see you before I totally humiliate myself maybe that's the that's the key <laughs> then you can come and join me in the seconds I, I'm not, never going to play second eleven cricket I don't think um, I, I watched we came back relatively early last week and I watched the tours we wandered around the ground a couple of times and there was a couple of LBWs and stuff and I'm thinking to myself I would go off my rocker right. if that hadn't been given you know well, you might have you might have gone off your rocker as Faisal did on on uh, Sunday. He got an absolute stinker. So West, uh, just talking about the McCulloch here. I have looking at it. I'm thinking Clydesdale. You know, great outfield there. Normally, you get a decent wicket, bit of grass on it. <clears throat> so I'm thinking West posting ninety. What are they ninety three? I thought that absolutely not gonna. But then there was just something maybe in the wicket where it just didn't seem to be coming on as you would expect it to do. A couple were jumping, but I just don't think West batted well. Um, and 93, I thought, was under par. I mean, I thought 120, 130, and they might have had a, a shout because it really only, at the end of the day, it only meant that, you know, somebody needed just to screw the nut and uh, nobody at Clydesdale could do that. But there were some bizarre dismissals. Um, first up, Paddy Barber, um, Fenner's bowling. It's one of these caught behinds where you're thinking there's clearly must have been a sound because Fenner's gone up with the keeper, mm -hmm. and the bat and the ball are so close together. You're you're left wondering what on earth could it have hit, mm -hmm. and of course there was various sort of shrugs of shoulders and gnashing of teeth when it wasn't given, uh, and then I think about a couple of balls later. Fenner was bowling and he's bowled, he must have bowled just a straight one. And it might have been that the ball had hit his back pad, but looking at the the video, it looked as if it hit his his gloves. And of course, he immediately, as soon as the umpire gave it, he immediately just walks down the wicket. No, it hit my glove, it hit my glove. And the guys from West just looked incredibly sheepish and I just thought no that's the umpire's not giving Paddy out and then he's realised oh shit I've, I've made a mistake I don't know who the umpires are or where so I'm, I'm, I'm not going to comment and I've not seen the dismissal but uh -huh. uh, it's the good old makeup decision sometimes it happens then. yeah yeah um, and they got to I mean West bowled really well um, but you know Chasing down ninety three, it only takes one partnership, and and you're right, you're right in the mire, um, and they seem to be 
they kept getting wickets at really, really important times. And, and they got Clydesdale sort of, I think in a circumstance where you're chasing 90 on a bowling side, you're, you're only going to win the game by bowling them out. Um, and they got them five down for a zip. I mean, they got the five down for 20 or 30. And you thought, you know what? They've got a chance here. But then Cairns and Paddy, and Paddy batted right through. He ended up um, getting there 27 or 43. Mm-hmm. And he was batting away with, with young Cairns. And you felt if Paddy batted through, that was it. And- they've, got some, they've got some strikers as well, Clydesdale. So they've got um, Kesh Sajad, hits the ball cleanly. Yep. Uh, your man, Imran Mogul, that's a very clean ball. So he opened up and he went cheaply. He he went for eight. And then uh, the two Sajads both got ducks. Tom uh, Tom Spensley came on and took four. I think he took four wickets in an over. So Tom Spensley bowls like little off spinners? Or, or no, God. sort of, no, it's sort of seamers he bowled. So he got the crucial wicket of, of uh, Craig Young. Craig Young just chipped nice. it to mid-wicket. And then... Um, one of the Sajads came in and just wafted it, uh, caught behind. And I can't remember what happened with the other one. I think the other one was bold. Anyway, so West at that stage were in the box seat. But with sort of seven, 15, 16 overs gone, they were only needing a run of ball. Um, and for some inexplicable reason, Paddy just tries to take on, I think it was um, Gav Smith. And, and f- for no, I just can't understand, other than clearly there's a lot of pressure there, cup final, etc. And he tries to hoik him over mid-wicket by going outside off stump and trying to whack him over mid-wicket. And obviously his leg peg went away and, and you knew at that stage... Sounds sounds like a release, doesn't it? You've got to release something. And, and it's an unusual shot for Paddy. Paddy's like an offside player, you know, he likes yeah, to cut. Yeah, yeah. Um, I can a square drive, Paddy, so aye, just a bit of pressure, isn't it? But as we play, I mean, West of it's been a while since West of won anything. Twenty-two years. Aye, so it's a it's a big deal, you know. It'd be good it's, for that group. Aha, uh-huh, aha, uh-huh, a big deal. I mean, I th- and I think getting to the final was a big deal, and then getting over that hurdle and winning, I, I think, may well be the monkey off the back. And you know, if they get another couple of the concern, I think, is is the same concern maybe that Greenock have got is that they've got two batters there down at Greenock who have scored all the runs. It looks as if they're going to come up to the show next year. But if West can't, you know, replicate what they've got there, because they've, they've, they've just put a plaster over the batting. Because no- nah, West are a wee bit better than that, to be fair, aren't they? I mean, Young has been back in and about it the last few weeks, star cracking player. Uh, James Fenner scores his runs and... and- as well, and you know, there's guys there that can bat. Um, Jolly's looked looked a very good. Player. Well, I tell you what, that that's the one thing that I've seen this season is is Jolly has learned a hell of a lot from the two Aussies to be uh, a little bit more aggressive. Um, and I think almost a wee bit, uh, uh, maybe not selfish, but a wee bit, a wee bit hungrier for runs. And it's okay to be a good young player, and it's okay to look good, and it's okay to score a nice thirty. But well. If you want to kick on a wee bit, you need to score a 70. You yes. need to score an 80. You need to be really hungry. You need to have you know, I, that I, mindset that I am not going to get out when it's a wee bit tougher or I'm not going to throw it away. And I think I think Jolly's got that. He's a, he's a nice guy, you know, but he's got he's got a wee bit about him. He I think in the well last well. couple of in the last couple of seasons, I think he he was guilty of that, getting a nice looking 40. 
um, which is all very well, but you need to be kicking on. And I think this season, that's what he's done. Um, so I think he's been really the bright spot as far as the batting is concerned. But other than that, you know, the you just look down the top ten and you take the Colgans away and you take Jolly away, and there's there's not much there's not much there. There's people there with a nice forty or a nice thirty, but you know, I, w- I wouldn't be asking them to bat for my life. I can't, arguably, every side's like that. To be fair, you know, you you look at Clydesdale. I, I tell you, the one side are probably not like that. Well, maybe they are a little bit but Presswick. So Presswick, you look at Presswick's card from Saturday. They, did they get two fifty on Saturday? Yes, no, yes. no, they never. The week before against Sterling, mm-hmm. everybody's contributed. So Presswick are always better than some of their parts. And if somebody's going to score an 80, 90, 100 for them, it tends to be Satchin. Um, or, yeah, it tends to be Satchin or, or maybe Tom, but they're better than some of the parts because everybody chips in and everybody contributes all the way down. So I think it was, um, I can't remember his name, Ewan Macbeth. Yes, he got runs 40. Yes. And something that possibly looked like a tricky pitch, he got a 40, which worth its weight in gold in the context mm-hmm. of the game makes a difference. But, you know, Mitchell bats six, seven, eight, whatever, it's 20s, 30s every other week or it's a partnership. So they've got that mentality. Um, so they're tough, you know. Um, yes. I think if you look at every side and you take one or two away, Fergusly, you take Riyadh and, and Tamur away, okay, they've got their overseas guy just now, but everybody's got the same issues, mm-hmm. you know. So, Wester, I think Wester decent, been very good this year. Colgans have helped, it's given them yes. that confidence, hasn't it? So, I think I wonder though that sides have begun to work them out in that they're now seeming to post deep mid wickets very early on. And, and I've watched that both Colgans get out, both I mean, that he got out to a, a rank full banger of the, the McCullough Cup straight down mid wicket's throat. I think he got out. Certainly, the last three or four times I've watched both of them, they pick the they pick the length up so well, and ultimately, if the ball is in any way short, then they've got that scoop shot that goes out to mid wicket. And and I think Dumfries caught one of them out that way. I don't know if you've you caught them out one of that way, but certainly, the last yeah, couple they, of games they've been out. That's how they've got out. They get runs against us at West. Kind of frustratingly, a little bit. I think Tom sort of, uh, not quite chipped it, but I think he, I think there were a few sort of skimmers that weren't a million miles away for fielders and stuff. And you always feel that if you get a chance. Yep, yep. And Joe batted really nicely. Um, but our place to get out to decent balls, to be fair, maybe you, maybe you think about it a wee bit differently. You think you just got to be a lot tighter to these guys. But what they do really well is hit down the ground. Um, and as you say, anything. With any sort of length or anything in their pads, it goes. Yes. But I will, if I ever play against them again, have a deep mid wicket. Thanks for that. <laughs> Listen, you touched on Presswick there and being, I think, a, a great all round side and, and better than the sum of their parts. Jinx, they're going to have to be <clears throat> better than the sum of their parts on, on Saturday there. I mean, I but, don't know what your, your thoughts are. Fergus Lee seemed to have, after their slip-up midway through the season where they lost three in the trot, you just thought, if they lose one more game, and they haven't they haven't lost any games since that, that time. No, they've, they've been they've added not, to, they've Moses has added the, to them, and they're just looking a really, really good unit. I think they needed Moses to give them, take the pressure off a wee bit, to yeah, give them that, that extra. Um, I think they are the best team in the league on paper, Yeah, I think. The way they go about it, it's really good. I think Riyadh's, I absolutely 
you know, he's the coach as much as Moses is the coach and Riyadh's the captain and stuff. Riyadh's the coach. He sets tempo and he, he sort of sets the, the expectation level and stuff and he, he has guys drilled and they follow by his example, etc., etc. Yeah. But, um, you know, Presswick have never went away. I, I thought uh, a few weeks ago, Presswick, I think they were going to Weirs the week after losing to whoever they lost to. And you're thinking, geez, that could be really, really tough. It, like getting a patch like we got, for instance, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. stuff like that. It could be a real banana skin and, and chasing when you've got really something on it can be tough. But but they've just kept going, you know, and it, I guarantee you would have been desperate to beat them on Saturday and burst their bubble. Um, yep. And they've, they've hammered them in the end. Um, so maybe to get the best of conditions, maybe it's... It's worked in their favour and whatever else. They, they went to press with, uh, sorry, Sterling. They beat them well, as I say. And um, I think they beat Clydesdale as well in the run-in down there. So, uh, no, they lost to Clydesdale, didn't they? They lost to Clydesdale down there. Yes. So, anyway, they've done they've done very well. Better than some of the parts. They're the last team you would want to play when there was something on it. Uh-huh. Because, you know, they'll scratch and claw and fight. And they'll be up for everything. it. Aye. There's a wee bit of pressure on the Fergus League guys, obviously, what happened last year. Yes. But I, I still think they're the best team. Um, but it's going to be it's going to be a great game. I hope it's, you know, fair weather and all that sort of stuff. So it's at Michael Riggs. Who who you who are you taking for it? Um I think if Fergus they win the toss and bat, they'll win. Really on the basis do. that they'll bat them I, out of it. I, I don't think either team are naturally keen to chase. Or have chased that often. Mm-hmm. If you look at the the games going back the way, so I think there's a bit on that. I think you know again it, it's raining today. Tomorrow's not to be great. It, it could be a fresh pitch, so that that might you know change things a little bit. Yeah, I don't know that you're going to get the same game as you got last year. I mean that would be ridiculous to think that mm-hmm. you're going to chase a two seventy or whatever it was. Yeah, uh, yeah, the one. I, but I think it'll be a cracking game. Maybe maybe not one for the purists, but it, it you know you'd like to see it, like to have a look and see what's going on. And um, I, I do fancy Fergusley, I must say. But so we've, I guarantee you, Fraser will be delighted to be an underdog going there because yeah. it, it just suits their, their sort of mindset. Uh huh. Uh huh. So both of us going for Fergusley. I I just think. I, that with Moses coming along there at the right time, I just think he galvanizes what was a, a very good, strong batting lineup and just gives them some stability that they probably know that he's going to bat 15, 20 overs. And then that gives the rest of the batting unit maybe a little bit more of a free reign to have a have a go. So, so all of a sudden it frees them up to have Haroon at seven or eight and Haroon is an attacking player. He scored a 70 up at Sterling, I think. So it, it changes the, the thought process, you know. So you're, you're all of a sudden batting that bit deeper and you've got guys that can go and have a dip late on. It's that sort of thing. He also, pardon me, also bowls. So going from having to find overs with the younger guys, mm-hmm. um, all of a sudden, you know, they can set a game up and they can hold Riyadh and Gaff back and, you know, Haroon can then go in the in the middle rather than close at the start and stuff so it, it just gives them a bit more depth yeah um, yeah and then down at the bottom of the table obviously Kelburn are away and my calculations are that Sterling need nine points 
So I don't think if you lose, you can't get nine points, or it's nigh on impossible to get nine points if you uh, lose. Aye. So, so it's whoever um, wins that. If if Sterling win, then they stay up. Um, and if Langside win, they've got to hope that Sterling lose. So where does Sterling go? Or who have they got? So Sterling have got air, um, and that's yeah. down at air. So that'll suit their batting lineup. Absolutely. Um, air might I, have the eye on the Scottish Cup final the next day. Aye. That, um, that's, then, that's the only thing I I can see Sterling going air and winning. But I can see the air guys being right up for it as well because of the, the next day and stuff. I just can't see Langside going to Hamilton Crescent and winning. I just can't well, see it. it. It is a very difficult place to go and win. West haven't lost there this season. So that's where I'm thinking, you know, Langside are probably for the drop. But having said that, you know, if if the weather is stays as changeable as this, you know, it could be a bit of a lottery as far as the pitch and what they're playing on. I think uh, you're going to play in something reasonable at both, aren't you? At both the air yeah, and you would expect the west. So. You know, yeah. there'll be something there that can be preserved. Uh-huh. Okay, it might be a bit drier than you'd like. Yeah. But I think it's going to be decent. Good. Well, listen, just before we uh, we wind up, let's have a quick chat about the first division. Looks as if Steny are coming up to join the show next year, which is great. I think that they, if they can keep hold... If they can get Russo back um, and keep hold of the left arm spinner, then you know they they could be a decent addition. I can't see I can't see Callum Grant going anywhere. So Callum, we've got, He's got fifty junior. wickets. I think is that right? Ah, it's good, really, really good young cricketer. Played yep. a lot about under nineteens. Um, I think he went to one of the World Cups. He's a cracking kid. He like he does a lot of work with their juniors and things like that. It's right. very much his club. Um, Absolutely loves it. He, as I say, gets involved with the juniors, so you see him at Earth Place quite a bit. Loves a chat. Um, just really, really keen. I think he was saying he was going to Australia this year. He'll get better, you know. Yeah, he, he for will sure. Get um, but I'd, I'd be very surprised if if Callum wasn't desperate to come up with that Stenhouse Muir team and and really be challenging and 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 having a right good go at it. Yeah. Um, the pro and amateur they have the pros a cracking cricketer, very very good. I think, I think it'd be struggling to get him back. To be honest with you, um, just because he's he's I think he's a first class cricketer. You know what it's like; these guys move on. There might be more money somewhere else, so it's uh-huh. Uh-huh. to get them back. But they've got a great record of finding good pros, Denny, and I think they pay decent coin for their pros as well. So yep. it's obviously very very important for them to have that. That gun pro, um, but they do really well. You know, there's there's guys there that that work really hard and make the best of the the lot. And aye, good club, good club. And then you're looking at one from two, Greenock and Kilmarnock. I think it'll be Greenock. I mean, they've got to go to Hillhead, who are fighting relegation. Kilmarnock have got to play at Drumps. Even if Kilmarnock win, Greenock have to lose. Um, I, it's a strange one. I mean, the Drumps guys have got nothing to play for, right? So it, pressure off, whatever else. Um, they've got a pro and amateur. Drumps will be they're very competitive, especially with the pro and amateur. The wee, wee pros come on to a game and I think he's six or 700 runs now for the season, scored a couple of big hundreds. Yeah. Um, they'll be desperate to sign off well. But Kilmarnock have been good. They've been really, really good. Mm-hmm. To, to think, you know, they're, they're up there challenging it's great, you know. Good on yeah. them. Yeah. Um. I I can't see them. I can't see them winning from Pella, To be honest, 
and also I, I don't know how good they would be in the top division but also you know Greenock have got the two amateurs that everybody have sort of raved about and it's a shame I, I would love somebody to be coming up and really competing I think Kelburn are a better side than Greenock if I'm really honest yeah so it's a shame yep. to lose them and I suppose it begs the question and I know that Kelburn are dead bottom of the league and stuff but it begs the question about whether we should have two up and two down when you look at the, the quality of the first division <clears throat> yep I think that's an argument to have for another day. Having said that, Kelburn have played some decent cricket in the last three uh, weeks. You know, three, who, would, who would have thought you guys would have chased down 300 and then they made a decent effort in chasing 270 uh, uh, on Saturday? Aye. Um, they're, they're a team of cricketers. The ground's good, which is really important, you know, when you're playing and stuff and you look at the uh-huh. grounds around the traps and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Playing the better grounds. Yeah, yeah. Um, good bunch of guys put an awful lot into it. I I thought they'd have fared a wee bit better this year, to be honest mm-hmm. with you. Yeah. That's... yeah. Especially having turned over Fergus Lee, you would have thought they would have gathered some sort of momentum from that, but it just seemed to sort of fizzle fizzle away. Aye. It, it's been that sort of season for them. You, you could tell after we got to about 240, 250 the other week that they were a bit like, right, these guys are still going now. Uh, uh-huh. What else can and we I, do? And I think their pro was a bit of a disappointment. Of the, you know, he's, he's done well in the latter half yeah. of the season, but then again, maybe it's his first season up here, and so therefore it's he's taken a wee bit longer than than he would have thought. Aye, they needed him to stand up and go and win them a game against yeah. uh, well, anyone really. Well, a Lang, a Lang someone about them, a Langside, a Sterling, a Dumfries, or whoever. Yeah. Um, point. Okay, and then bottom of the table. This is just amazing. This, this is so four teams could potentially are, are up for the drop. You've got, and there's maybe about one or two percent between them. So you've got GHK, Hillhead, East Kilbride, and Pollock all for the potential drop. I think East Kilbride have signed their death warrant in that they play Steny. So Steny have lost one game. So you've got to think the chances of them turning them round are probably remote. So that's East Kilbride, and then. Pollock have to win. They're at Irvine, who are mid-table. Hillhead at Greenock, which is a, a tricky one. Obviously, Greenock will be Boyd wanting to do something there to make sure that they take promotion. And then it's GHK against Renfrew. So it would um, be, I think it'd be a shocker if Pollock went that dropped two divisions in, in two seasons. I mean, that's just would it though? You know, knowing what you know and, and seeing what you've seen with Pollock for the last couple of years, I, I don't think it would surprise anybody. I think. Um, gone are the days where, you know, Craig led them very well. They always had a very good pro and a good amateur, and they had they had some serious kickers around about. You, mm-hmm. you know, a man Rams, and you had um, I think I'm right in saying Adol Gafar was there a few years ago, but you had uh, was Idris not Tahira. there? Was that not one one of his clubs? I, I think he may be back actually. I'm running side. So you know, you had all these guys come and play at Pollock and. I think Tamur Ahmed was there for a year as well, you know, but it's just kind of fallen away. And I think Keith's taking a step back, Keith Young, and, uh-huh. you know, it's it's just not happening at the moment. Um, it's tough for them, really tough where they are and competing against Clydesdale all the time. Well, that's, that's, that's the biggie, isn't it? You know, if you, if you, you want to go somewhere with your cricket, you know, Pollock may not even now be the second choice. You're, you're probably oh. over at Langside or... or um, it's true, aye. So it's a long way back for them, but 
maybe they need to drop down another level yeah find, find their feet and come back again yeah problem is that the league structure you know the first division's going to have eight teams in it that's that's crazy uh-huh crazy and then to think two of those teams are to be promoted into the Premier League it, it doesn't make any sense does yeah. it but it kind of wind the ideas back and you know sadly other things have overtaken that. And you don't think that that will change with the new regime, or is it just too late for that to... Uh, it will be it? a bold move for a new regime to come in and, and just rip it all up and say, listen, no, we're not doing that, we're doing well, that. Maybe, maybe a sensible move, actually, just to revert for a year and say, actually, let's look at this with a fresh set of eyes and mm-hmm. and sort of rethink it a little bit and, and see where we land yeah. in a year's time. Um, and we'll, we'll maybe do a bit more consultation because in this particular thing they didn't and it doesn't affect us just at the minute so fine but I, I don't think it's the best thing for the game I don't think it's the I don't think it's what the clubs want if I'm honest either yeah it, it's getting the, the whole of the structure right not just the, the top of the pyramid of course uh, it's got to work for everyone good Great stuff. Listen, I'm not going to keep you any longer. Uh, you have got, let's see, Clydesdale. Um, bit of a dead rubber for you guys. West oh, at Langsley. Never, never a dead rubber. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um are at home to Sterling. Fergusley, obviously, the biggie at Prestwick. Uh, we've both backed Fergusley and then Dumfries at Kelburn. Um, I'll be uh, looking at the frog box just to see how things are going at Fergus Lee and we'll probably catch up with you next week. You'd be lucky there's no frog box. No, they've got to take it there, surely. I, I, I spoke to Paul Coffey. They're going, he's going to take ours. We don't have a game on Saturday. Or Saturday so Excellent. Good stuff. All right, listen, look after yourself and good luck at the weekend. Cheers, you too. All right, cheers, later. buddy. Bye-bye.